What's going on? What's going on, everybody? If you don't know, now you do know. You're officially tuned in to episode 11 of the HFWB podcast series. I am your host, Clifton Pope, and I want to thank everyone once again for those watching on YouTube and for everyone listening on Apple, Amazon, and Spotify podcasts. Thank you once again for providing HFWB the opportunity to once again present y'all with fresh new information, right? Because information, like I say, is the new money. And the more informed you are, the more educated you'll be to where you'll get your health right, you'll get your wealth right, and you'll have the knowledge within yourself to where you'll be found and to where you can achieve everything that you set your mind to. And while you're doing all that, Just remember to be optimistic while you're doing that because remember how I mentioned last week with the seven dwarfs and all that to where you can basically learn from each of the seven dwarfs as far as the personal characteristics that makes them their own individual within itself. This week I want to tackle a simple dwarf, something that we could all relate to obviously, the dwarf happy, you know, be optimistic. Focus on convincing yourself that you can do it and you will. You'd be surprised on how much of a difference that can make by just saying something like that within itself because you gotta be optimistic versus being pessimistic. The more pessimistic you are, the more than likely things are not gonna go your way. Now, if you remain optimistic now, and if you focus on convincing yourself, hey, I got this, nobody can do this but me, I gotta handle this, and you will do the things that you set your mind to, you'd be surprised on how much of a difference that can make. So that's something I want to start off this episode by saying, learn from the second of the seven dwarfs happy by being optimistic, focusing on convincing yourself that you can and you will do it. And you'd be surprised on how much of a difference that makes because there were times where I myself have had a little bit of doubt over the years to where I put myself in a hard place and I had no one to blame but myself so I had to tell myself hey I can do it and I will do it and ironically enough that started a couple of years back and that's made a tremendous difference within itself and you want to know another thing that I've noticed lately that's actually making a tremendous difference the vaccination rates for COVID-19 that has definitely have made a tremendous difference from what I was looking at last night as a matter of fact to where 52.6% of the total population here in the country has been fully vaccinated. That's up from a couple of weeks ago where I mentioned it was like right underneath 50%, like 49.6 if I'm not mistaken correctly. Now it jumped up to 52.6% of the total population getting vaccinated. 61.5% of kids 12 and up ages 12 and up i should say are fully vaccinated 63.6 percent of kids 18 and up are vaccinated or individuals 18 and up are fully vaccinated now the senior the seniors and everybody they're all taken care of you know 65 and older 81.8 percent of them are fully vaccinated So we're making progress, at least on getting the vaccination rates up and trying to keep the COVID cases under control, which is a good step towards achieving herd immunity, which is the goal as far as getting us back to the level where we once was pre-COVID-19. Now, the hospitalization rates are at the highest point it's been in in more than seven months, which is kind of a little bit of the bad news going on lately with COVID-19. But realistically, what's new with that, especially with over 100,000 hospitalizations going on currently at the moment, 
that doesn't really surprise me at this point. It's just a matter of getting everybody vaccinated, like I've said over and over again, to where you won't end up in the hospital, to where if you do catch COVID-19 after getting vaccinated, the symptoms will be mild to none, which is better than being severe, of course. Now, this is something alarming that I actually noticed that's kind of bugged me a little bit that I was reading about, and this kind of goes in ironically enough to dealing with my everyday job as a pharmacy technician and seeing all the behind the scenes stuff as far as receiving the shipments of the COVID-19 vaccine and seeing all the vials and the doses that go to waste based off of little things like people backing out at the last minute to get the vaccine or people their schedules completely off to where sometimes they forget about their, them even having an appointment or just having the sense of urgency to just go get themselves vaccinated or even something like, hey, they just simply didn't want to do it overall to begin with. Overall, the moral of the story of what I'm trying to get at, pharmacies, state governments here in the country They've thrown away at least 15.1 million doses of COVID-19 vaccines since March the 1st. That's a tremendous number of vaccines that have gone to waste, number one. Number two, that same dose and that same vial that possesses the COVID-19 vaccine, that could have saved a life and that could have cut down on the death toll that's currently going on in the country with the obviously going everything with the pandemic. That was crazy within itself, and it's obviously a far larger number than previously known, and it's probably still an undercount. So who knows? That's just an estimate of how many vaccines have gone to waste with COVID-19. 15 million. Just imagine if those 15 million vaccine doses were available to save a life. That would probably cut the death toll of COVID-19 in half if those vaccine doses never got wasted. That's just mind-blowing to me. I mean, I knew it was pretty bad as far as the amount of vaccines we were wasted on a regular basis, because like I said, I see it all the time behind the scenes in the pharmacy with me being a pharmacy technician. But the fact that it was up to 15 million, that just blows my mind within itself. But overall, this is based on what the CDC released a couple of days ago on August the 31st, where Self-reported, of course, this report was self-reported by pharmacies, states, and other vaccine providers that, of course, give this data to the CDC. But anyways, Walgreens, ironically enough, has reported the most waste of any pharmacy, any state government agency, or any kind of vaccine provider to where they've wasted 2.6 million wasted doses. CVS is not that far behind with 2.3 million doses. Walmart... 1.6 million doses wasted and Rite Aid 1.1 million doses wasted. Overall, we need to get ourselves vaccinated to where these doses don't go to waste and we can make that much of a difference. Just like we need to get ourselves vaccinated so we don't lose our jobs or anything like that because what did I tell you? I knew that this was going to happen. Now it's getting to the point to where these mandates are getting more and more strict and it's getting more and more political by the day, by the week, by the minute, by the hour, you name it. It's just getting more political and it's just getting more crazy within itself. Because, yes, I get it. For those who are fighting against these mandates, what happened to the COVID-19 vaccine being a choice? Now it's becoming a opportunity where it's being forced upon us what if we don't want to do it well my counter to that at this point would be saying 
well, why don't you want to protect yourself? Why don't you want to protect your loved ones? Why don't you want to protect your family? And now it's getting to the point is, why don't you want to work or have a job to where you can provide a steady income to where you can establish some sort of financial freedom down the road if that's even possible once you get past your living expenses because how are you going to do all that if you don't want to get yourself vaccinated what if you're trying to work at a job to where it requires a mandate hey you better get yourself vaccinated all i'm trying to say is don't be like the 153 workers from the houston methodist hospital that carried out a lawsuit against the hospital as far as the employees that work at that hospital they carried out a lawsuit because of the whole mandate that was passed and can you blame the hospital at this point it's like every man for themselves almost when it comes to protecting themselves from COVID 19. and if i'm not mistaken correctly I saw this story a couple of days ago where it was talking about the EEOC, the people who developed the guidelines as far as that the employers have to follow to put in the right set of working conditions for the employees. It said something about to where they could put this level of mandating vaccines on the same exact level as far as other basic things that are within that, of course, agreement. So it's getting to that point where it's going to be a requirement. And it's getting to the point just like where if you want to travel or go fly somewhere, it's getting to a point where now we're going to have vaccine passports to where it's like, you better get yourself vaccinated if you want to travel in and out of the country or just even in and out of the state even at this point of how crazy the Delta variant is getting. But overall, back to the point of get vaccinated or lose your job or lose your benefits, you know. And by the way, we shouldn't even be focusing that much on the benefits as far as jobs. And I know that's going to get people to be like, oh, I don't want to lose my benefits. I need to go get vaccinated. But when it comes to having a job, it's really not about the benefits that the company offer. It's about how much money you keep once you get that paycheck coming in on a regular basis, depending on how often you get paid. But anyways, Employers are encouraged to create a clear COVID-19 vaccination policy to encourage vaccination, to reduce the barriers, and to make it easier for them to get vaccinated. And it's overall all about, and here's the key words, it is all about creating a safe, supportive workplace where all workers feel supported and most importantly, all workers feel safe and protected. Now look at it like this. You wake up, you get yourself ready, whatever kind of routine you do, and get yourself mentally prepared to deal with the workday within itself. Do you want to add another stress-related factor by worrying, oh, man, is this person vaccinated, or is this person not vaccinated, or I need to keep my distance from you, I need to keep my distance from you, 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 and you. Do you want to have that little voice in your head just going crazy about the fact that you have to worry about wondering if someone is protected if someone is safe from this COVID-19 Delta variant that's tearing us apart I don't think you wanted to get to that point so overall is it worth losing out on your job is it worth losing out on your benefits is it worth losing out on your 401k or pension whatever form of retirement account that is obviously slowly ripping you off which I'll save for another segment but anyways is it worth losing the outcome of producing income for yourself for your family for your significant other and if you have kids for your child think about that the next time you say oh I don't want to get myself vaccinated 
think about that the next time you walk into work knowing that the vaccine mandate is coming. Think about that the next time you set yourself up for an appointment. If that little voice in your head tells you to back out, no. Think about the millions of doses that are getting wasted every single day because people aren't taking the advantage of getting vaccinated. So overall, that's the one thing I want to mention as far as everything COVID-19 related for today, at least for now, of course. Now, you want to remember when I was talking about, you know, the importance of staying healthy and all that good stuff as far as you are, what you eat, and we need to retrain our taste buds and stuff like that. It's basically all about finding an eating plan to where you can truly keep up with overall that makes it more comfortable for yourself you know you got to start small and work your way up you know if it sounds cruel and like unusual punishment when it comes to finding your eating plan you shouldn't do it find something that works for you i mean i don't care if you start off by eating salads or eating almonds or just eating strawberries bananas blueberries grapes oranges i can go on it's cucumbers carrots Start off with just eating little vegetable trays for yourself just where you can get a little bit of those vitamins, minerals, and nutrients in you. Because ironically enough, plants equal good. And it's funny because the USDA actually recommends we eat at least two and a half cups of vegetables and at least one and a half to two cups of fruit every day to obtain fiber, antioxidants, which is good against battling all these diseases and something that'll help you develop stronger immune systems where you can fight off the COVID virus, uh, ironically enough. Then you got your vitamins and minerals you can get from benefiting off of these vegetable and fruit cups as far as within the USDA recommendations. Now, meal resumes that are high in plants are linked to basically improved heart health to where your heart will be stronger and a reduced risk of mortality to where it'll add on years to your life. I mean, we I get it. We're all going to leave this world eventually, but you might as well add a couple more years on within the course of your life to where you can at least have fun and enjoy yourself, right? You got to live your life to the fullest. I mean, that's what it's all about. And another way you can help out yourself by doing that, you could try to eat whole foods with the least amount of ingredients and avoid packaged food. I'm going to say this again. Avoid the packaging food. Yes, I get it. We're busy. We don't have time to where we can plan out a nice meal that's super healthy at times. But you got to utilize that window of opportunity to where you can squeeze in something healthy, healthy, excuse me, and just reap the benefits from it. Most importantly, just reap the benefits because Staying away from packaging food can make a difference because obviously it's cooked or fine. It's manipulated with all the addictives and all the stuff that they make within the factory line productions that they infuse into it to where it makes it seem like it's food, but it realistically it's like they're putting chemicals within our foods and calling it food and saying, hey, enjoy it. It's good for you, right? It'll keep your hunger away. Little do they know it's actually making us more hungry to where it's we're getting addicted and we're developing cravings for this. And it kind of goes back to what I've been saying the last two episodes of the podcast and within my you are what you eat segment. 
retrain your taste buds to where you can get back to eating healthy, eating whole, eating natural. Because it used to be like that before all these factories came into place and messed up the food production just so they can multiply the profit for all these corporations who are in charge of controlling all these factories. I've said that before and I've just said it again now for those who forgot. Now, you got to focus on eating whole foods because all them other ingredients will basically make you stronger within the process of eating whole foods in general. Now, there's one more nutrition tip that I want to make before I move on to my next topic for today. Now, leafy greens, you know, like I said a minute ago, I don't care if you start off by eating salads. I myself, I love to eat salads. There's no shame in eating a nice spinach and kale salad or, or romaine and spinach or whatever kind of combination of leafy greens that you like to mix in with your salads because all that stuff is some of the most healthiest food on the planet. As a matter of fact, a study conducted by the William Patterson University when it comes to like the top 15 nutrients and all that kind of stuff, the top 15 nutrient-dense types of produce are all green. Ironically enough, go green so you can have more energy, right? Now, these leafy greens should be the basis of a healthy diet to combat diseases causing inflation and, uh, once again, heart disease. We got to make our heart stronger so it can continue to pump and circulate the right amount of blood with the right levels of oxygen and carbon dioxide that makes us functioning individuals every single day. Now, one serving of leafy greens, just one little serving, can decrease risks of all types of cancer by 8%, and a separate study alone shows that that same intake was linked to 15.8% decreased risk of cardiovascular disease. As in other words, get your spinach on, get your kale on, get your Roman lettuce on, and you could cut back on cancer and you can make your heart stronger. It's just as simple as that. And that's not that difficult. Just like finding work in this economy is not difficult. And there's a reason why I say finding work in this economy is not difficult, because I was just looking at some numbers earlier. Hey, our unemployment rate is down to 5.2% for those who are paying attention to the unemployment rate. That's actually pretty low and pretty good. As a matter of fact, this is why the un unemployment rate is at 5.2% as far as the unemployment rate. Now, private payrolls, right? They rose by 374,000 in August, well below the Dow Jones estimate of 600,000, though above July's estimate of 326,000 according to the ADP. Now, most of the new jobs come from leisure and hospitality, which of course takes place within like the restaurants, the hotel business and stuff like that. That added 201,000 positions alone, which is a hopeful sight for that industry, which was beset by multiple labor shortages. So they're recovering from that and they're adding jobs back to the economy, help boost in the market up, which is good because they were overall falling behind with everything that's been going on with the pandemic. Now, of course, you got to look at education and health services. There's always going to be jobs and there's always going to be money involved in those industries. They combined to add 59,000 jobs for the month of August as hospitals in some parts of the country were obviously swarmed with virus cases. Do I need to remind y'all about what's going on down south, Alabama, Mississippi, Louisiana, Florida, West Virginia? Thanks. I mean, it's a 
good thing as far as for all the hospital workers as far as the jobs being available and the need to care for all the patients who are suffering from COVID-19 it's a good thing in that regard but it's a bad thing at the same time because it's leaving everybody overwhelmed it's leaving everybody stressed out depressed full of anxiety to where that could all be avoided if what do I, I say all the time on this podcast for those who've listened to it get yourself vaccinated for the greater good and for the benefit of yourself am i right at this point i mean look at the numbers the numbers don't lie but overall that's the big part of the reason why the health services are continue to add on those jobs now don't forget the education services are adding on those jobs because schools are reopening which means teachers and principals and assistant principals janitors everybody are going back to work to help benefit the cause of getting the kids educated and prepared and pointing them in the right direction towards a brighter future of course now of course service jobs account for 329,000 professional and businesses are jobs are growing by 19,000 jobs which were added on trade transportation and utilities they add on another 18,000 good producing jobs they accounted for 45,000 which is pretty good you know you got construction workers there's always going to be times where people need new stuff built so construction workers are always going to be needed regardless then you got your natural resources the plants and everything people who work for operating plants and oil field jobs and stuff like that natural resources they added on another nine thousand jobs due to all the plants that are being built to conserve more energy all across the world obviously then you got your manufacturing companies because you need stuff made to where products can be sold and everybody can enjoy the benefit and reap the benefit of the products including the consumer and the person who makes it they added on another six thousand jobs which is great i mean Obviously, the Delta variant has affected a lot of things, and I just broke down basically what it's affecting in regards to the economy. It's making a huge, huge difference on the economy within itself. Now, job growth remains strong, but well off the pace of what most people recently expected, and that's obviously... The more jobs grow, the be- it's, good. it's basically going to depend on the path of which the pandemic goes. Now, if the pandemic goes to where it gets more and more under control, then jobs are going to go up. Now, if the pandemic spirals out of control, like we saw what happened last year in 2020 with restaurants, movie theaters, hospitals, or not hospitals, hotels, I should say, movie theaters, restaurants, and hotels, they were affected the most because it... It prevented people from traveling, of course, and going out to eat at their favorite restaurant because we didn't know how serious the virus was at the time last year. So everyone was on lockdown. Everyone was on quarantine. I know y'all remember that. And I know those are probably some of the worst times of your life. I know it was for me. And I know it's the same for you as well. If you just say otherwise, you're probably lying to yourself. But overall, what I'm trying to say is... A lot has been affected by this pandemic and we there's a lot we can do to fix it still even though it's spiraling more and more out of control it basically goes back to what I've been saying all along get yourself vaccinated to where you can get yourself living a nice little healthy life for you now overall I want to break down what's going on real quick as I bring up my cell phone here as far as what's going on with the stock market because I'm a little bit intrigued myself 
Well, the Dow finished at 35,443, which is pretty good. And the SP 500, 4,536.95. Uh, NASDAQ, it ended at 15,331.18. So the stock market overall, as far as the three major powerhouses, they ended in the green. Certain individual stocks, Apple stock went up. They're overall valued at 153. The stock of Nike went down a little bit, but do not sleep on Nike stock. It's a good stock to have in the long run, definitely, against the pandemic, especially if you're into sporting goods. You can't get go no wrong with Nike. I mean, you got Starbucks is down, you know, Amazon's down, Microsoft's down, but eventually those stocks will come back up because I've read multiple, multiple stories to where there are good stocks to have. For the long run, that'll give you a nice little dividend, which will create some cash flow dividends off of the stock market that's how you can make some cash flow just in case y'all forgot Ooh, I almost forgot um, let me see what's going on in the cryptocurrency world before I wrap up this episode of the HFWB podcast now you know crypto's looking pretty good I mean it's funny I'm talking about cryptocurrency because I myself have bought a little bit of Bitcoin for the first time ever and I kind of slept on it tremendously as a matter of fact I bought like $15 worth of Bitcoin Bitcoin's up right now 2.68% valued at $49,451 at the moment um, Ethereum's doing pretty good which I'm planning on buying a little bit more of that and I recommend everybody stock up on Bitcoin stock up on Ethereum and by the way Ethereum's up 1.98% they're valued at $3,780.61. Don't sleep on Litecoin, the silver version of Bitcoin. Even though it's valued at $185.81, it might rise eventually because look at the price of silver now within the commodity. It's like, what, 25 to 30 bucks right now, if I'm not mistaken? Do not sleep on silver. It's very well overlooked. And it's something that could be valuable down the road, believe me when I say that. But overall, back to my message in regards to cryptocurrency and everything. Stock up on Bitcoin. Stock up on Ethereum. Stock up on Dogecoin. Stock up on any form of cryptocurrency you feel is valuable. I'll throw in the ones I invest in. Litecoin, DAI, EOS, Cardano, Polkadot. Those are just the name of the few that I can think of. There's plenty more, you know blockchain, chain link, you know, Bitcoin, excuse me, Bitcoin cash. And speaking of blockchain, I want to throw something out here about blockchain. And you know what's funny? It's I feel like this is the reason why multiple governments and most multiple institutions are trying to crack down on cryptocurrency because obviously they can't control it and they can't manipulate it like they do the government like they do the stock market like they do the bond market like they do the economy they haven't figured out a way to manipulate cryptocurrency yet to where it pimps it out and benefits them in their favor which is why they're coming up with all these regulations trying to restrict it in the first place and this is the reason why it's because of blockchain which is a system of recording information in a way that makes it difficult or impossible to change look to change lock or cheat the system as in other words 
the reason why they're trying to put on these regulations on cryptocurrency as far as within how you trade it and how it can be bought sold and all that kind of stuff is because they haven't figured out a way themselves the people the governments and everything they haven't figured out a way to manipulate it yet and when they do figure out a way to manipulate it i bet you they're going to put it on the same level as the dying the value of the dollar which is getting of course destroyed slowly but surely by inflation and let me remind you when the prices go up the value of the dollar goes down inflation is still around please do not forget about that I might add now overall cryptocurrency is trying to get manipulated because of that and it's because of it being a digital ledger of transaction this being blockchain blockchain being a digital ledger of transactions that is duplicated and distributed across computer systems see the government you know they're advanced in technology but they're not advanced in technology enough to where they can manipulate cryptocurrency at least not yet so i advise everybody buy some bitcoin buy some ethereum buy some dogecoin buy some form of cryptocurrency and just hold on to it and ride the wave because i said this before and i'll say this again investing in cryptocurrency now is basically like investing in apple before it was apple it's like investing in netflix before it was netflix or any form of streaming services before it eventually blew up do not miss out on that opportunity and because at the end of the day you know with everything going on with the stock market with the economy with the bonds with cryptocurrency at the end of the day these pesty little central banks they're indicating that it'll likely slow the pace of its monthly purchase of bonds as long as the job growth continues apace as in other words like i mentioned a while ago with the job markets being added on and the employment rate being low at 5.2 percent these central banks are still going to try to cut back on how much money they boost into the economy and boost into the market now let's keep these job growths going to where they could slowly do it and not drastically cut it tremendously to work and cause an after effect and we're next thing you know we're dealing with our next big stock market crash our next big bond crash next big real estate crash or any court any sort of crash to where it's equivalent to the great recession of 2008 or the great depression back in 1929 and there's plenty more stock market crashes that made a tremendous difference and i'm going to probably do a segment on stock market crashes that's something to come in future episodes of the podcast so stay tuned for that and overall before i forget i want to leave y'all on one quick note and a little bit of positivity for those who are basically you know tired of dealing hearing all the noise hearing all the naysayers and all the negativity i want you to remember this restrain yourself because you gotta ignore all the noise you gotta ignore the slights you gotta ignore the dismissals the getting yelled that ignore all the fuck yous ignore all that because obviously with all that comes anger but if you get control of that anger and remain calm and just remember that those who subdue their ego forget that it doesn't degrade you when they treat you like that and treat you so poorly it degrades them as in other words 
those who attack you and attack whatever it is that they're you're doing as far as something productive and something big and something meaningful they're gonna throw any sort of treatment that's gonna throw you off your game completely whether it's being against what you stand for to just outright savage and just doing whatever it takes to sabotage whatever it is you got going for you so at the end of the day Restrain yourself and remember this Chinese proverb as I wrap up another episode of the HFWB podcast. He who blames himself will blame others. He, or actually I should say, he who blames others has a long way to go. He who blames himself is halfway there. He who blames no one has just arrived. I want this to sink in as I say this one more time. He who blames others has a long way to go. And believe me, it's a long way to go. He who blames himself is halfway there. As in other words, if it's no one's fault but your step but yourself, all you gotta do is just take that extra little step and next thing you know you'll accomplish your goals of you know, finding work and covering your living expenses, saving to investing to build, thinking like a corporation versus an employee, reminding yourself that you are a brand and you need to carry yourself that way. And most importantly, pay yourself first when it's all said and done. Please pay yourself first. Now, back to the Chinese proverb when I ended on this statement. He who blames no one has just arrived. So I leave it at this. My question to you, where are you going and where is your destination? And at the same time, what is your journey? As I wrap up another episode of the HFWB podcast, I want to thank everyone who has been along with the journey. Be sure to look out for new exclusive stuff from HFWB. For instance, there's going to be a new HFWB newsletter for the month of September, so be on the lookout for that. It's probably going to cover the you are what you eat segment and go into a little bit deeper on that. So that'll probably be out in a couple of weeks. Be on the lookout for the HFWB quadrant. It's slowly being written. It's about 30% complete close to 40% so I'm getting to the halfway marker of getting that finished. It'll probably be out in a few weeks or so. I'll probably start promoting it maybe by the end of September once I wrap it up of course. So be on the lookout for the HFWB quadrant forgotten or misunderstood. Make sure y'all visit the website healthfitnesswealthbusiness.com backslash CP. Once again that's healthfitnesswealthbusiness.com backslash CP. Be sure to follow the official TikTok at healthfwealthb. Make sure y'all YouTube, check out the YouTube channel, subscribe to it by searching Health Fitness Wealth Business and click that subscribe button, leave a comment, provide any sort of feedback. All of it is appreciated, whether it's good or bad. It helps us continue to grow and helps HFWB continue to evolve and get better because there's always room for improvement at the end of the day. And also, before I forget, For those who are currently watching right now on YouTube, here's my official HFWB shirt. And for those who are listening right now, I'm holding up the official HFWB shirt. I got those going right now for $6 a piece. So if you want one, hit me up on Facebook Messenger, hit me up on TikTok, hit me up on Twitter. For those who have my phone number, hit me up and we could set something up and I'll hook you up with a shirt like this for those who are watching on YouTube. Y'all could see that, it's $6 a pop. 
And here's one more shirt that I have. It's a nice little white one right here for those who are watching on YouTube. Check this out. This is also available for $6 a piece. And regardless, there's more HFWB merchandise on the way. I plan on making more shirts, some shorts, hats, you name it. The HFWB clothing line is only beginning and it's only going to get into more full effect. And with that being said, thank y'all once again for tuning in to another episode of the HFWB podcast. Like I always say, stay healthy, stay wealthy, stay blessed. Until next time, everybody, stay safe.